Hey, howdy, welcome to It's Just a Countdown, our game show, part public service, where we rank anything and everything to tell you what is number one and what is number ten. The topics range from esoteric to mundane, from fictional to non-fictional, and from the worst to the best. I am your host, Zane. And I'm JJ. And today, we are talking about superpowers! That was the worst lightning I've ever heard with my mouth. I I hear a lot of things with my mouth, you see. The format works like this. Each person will give their entry, starting from 10, and give a small defense of their awful choice, and then everyone else will do the same, moving up from 9 all the way to their supremely bad take at number 1. Once all lists are complete, we will decide on a unanimous best thing for the topic, and it will be honored in the Hall of Best Things Ever. If you want to submit an idea for us to rank, please do so at itsjustacountdown at gmail.com, and we just might rank some items in your topic. Hey, hey. All right. Superpowers. Mm-hmm. This one was honestly it's a fun idea. It's something that you've thought about since childhood, and yet it was really difficult for me to rank these out into a, a top 10 list. And you know why it might have been difficult is because this is our very special first uh, listener requested episode. That's right, isn't it? We got our first, uh, hey, you guys should do this, and boy, am I excited to do this. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much to Alex for sending in his suggestion uh, for today's topic here. Um, and uh, yeah, did, I, did you start last time or did I start last time? Um, I want to say, oh, it was cryptids. Pardon my was it you? flipping. I, I think, think it was, it was me. Okay, I'll start. I'll start with my number 10 then. All righty. Let's do it. My number 10 is what I perceive as the most popular answer to this question. Um, but it is one that is cool, and that is flight. Oh, flight at number 10. All right. I feel like this would be number on 10. most people's like top five at least. So I, I'm curious. Curious to hear your rationale. Well, it's hard to argue with like having the ability to fly, right? I mean, super cool. So many, so many modern movies like have taken this weird, like intimately detailed pseudoscientific approach to what flight is would feel like if you were just like a person um yeah and the idea of being able to just like lift yourself up into the air and go is such a liberating idea i think for one the reason people like this so much is because it just really speaks to the human condition (laughs) but like i i want to just get up and go absolutely Uh, yeah and yeah like i think that's really why it's at my number 10 the ability to just like take yourself kind of anywhere without regard is uh very very cool i get that yeah i totally get that it's uh it's it's something that we might see crop up again later for me so we'll see exactly where it lands on my list but i'll save some uh creative word juice for then uh, but it's, it, it is liberating. Like at its heart of hearts, I think a lot of people have had dreams about flying, have had that mm-hmm. idea. And like you said, all the way from like Tony Stark using like little uh, engines, so to speak, to, you know, li- create liftoff all the way to like someone who can just literally fly, whether that's like Neo at the end of the Matrix 
which I didn't see coming at all when the, when the first time I saw that movie or, you know, whatever. When it's the first time someone flies, there's always this getting the hang of it aspect that I think is super fun. Yes, absolutely. That getting the hang of it is uh, an important aspect to a lot of stories that dare to be like, this is how Superman learned to fly. Mm-hmm. Indeed. It's a... I believe, yeah, my friend uh, has a tattoo that in Latin says, flight is freedom. There's something that speaks to the human condition, like you said. We all yearn to That's fly. Powerful. All right. Well, I think... Uh, if you're ready for my number 10, you you ready to scoot along? Absolutely. All right. So my number 10 is very, uh, uh, I think most of mine are going to be very much like traditional superpowers as far as like the comic book world universe stuff kind of goes all the way through everything that we've seen in movies and whatnot. Uh, and so my number 10 starts out with super strength. Mostly because yeah. I'm I'm not a strong man, <laughs> but I, I I love the idea of it not being a, an issue, of not being a worry at all. So strong that it's like you you want to lift a car off a child, bingo bango, no problem. That car's off that baby. You you gotta you gotta lift something heavy at work, and you don't want to go ask someone for help. But boom, bada bingy, baby, you got it. All the way to. Uh, punching someone so hard that their brains fly out the back of their skull. It's all a very cool idea. Super strength. Yeah, uh, super strength is uh, Im embodied, I suppose, by what is like arguably the avatar of superhero design, which is Superman, right? Super, mm. super fast, super strength, x-ray vision, flight, things like that. Yes. Um, uh, super strength is such a is a is an idea that I think is fantasized by a lot of people, uh, kind of for what you explained, right? It's that ability to just be able to like crush anything with power. It's like a it's which is perhaps like a short sighted view of it, mm -hmm. but it, it's it is sort of embodied in that like wish to like retain control, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's part of that uh, ability to like I said, not worry about any of it. You know, I think a lot of times in life, mm -hmm. you know, I'm kind of like, I'm a very average build kind of guy, but I'm definitely on the thin, uh, slender side of things. And so I think just having no fear about any of that, if someone were to come up behind you and grab your arms and like, all right, I got you pinned. Be like, no, you don't, bitch, and just bust free is a, is a cool idea. I think the only concern, and maybe this would be for all superpowers as well, but learning to kind of, maybe like flight, that learning to control it. You know, you just hope that you're not going to like give someone a hug and you're like Lenny from Of Mice and Men. You know, you got to know what, where the barrier is, where the line in the sand is on like what's too strong. Yeah, you don't want to be you. You would rather be Mister Incredible, the ability to just have a functional life. Yeah, uh, but also lift a car. Absolutely, but I think super strength kind of says it all in and of itself. There's not a whole lot that needs to be explained. So let's let's keep this moving. Let's go to your number nine. My number nine is something along that same vein. Uh, in terms of spirit, it is 
invincibility. Ooh, invincibility. Now, I think that's kind of like a, that's a big term. So let's define that a little bit. Is that like total invulnerability? What do you mean? I'm glad you asked, because I was actually thinking of doing that anyway. Uh, so um, when I think of Invincible, I think of a character along the lines of like Wolverine, right? Mm -hmm. Like Wolverine can't die because his body regenerates so fast. Right. And that to me is invincibility. It's not that you can't feel pain. It's not that you can't be injured. It's that you can't, it's like that you can't uh, be stopped uh, right. by things and it's not even that you can't because also in invincibility it means you can't be damaged mm -hmm. permanently right um i'm dancing around this definition because it's going it will tie into something that is going to appear later on the list but uh in the same way superman is invincible except if kryptonite right um or that wolverine has a bunch of things in him that also give him this ability that is otherwise normal, even more of a bolster. Mm -hmm. um, it's cool that you could maybe uh, be able to go into a situation and know that no matter what happens, you can come out virtually unscathed. Um, and you, you can have that, like with super strength, you can go in having that safety blanket of like, I can do what I need to do almost without, almost without question. Totally. Uh, you know, I think there's there's so much power, you know, to use the word in and of its in its definition. There's so much power to uh, not being stopped, at least, you know, forever. Like even in one of the earlier X-Men movies, like I remember Wolverine gets shot in the head and like the adamantium skeleton stops the bullet from actually going into his brain. But then regardless of that his body just pushes the bullet out as like a minute later, he's up on his feet. Like, Oh man, that hurt, but I'm good. I'm cool. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. And that is just, yeah. It's one of those ideas that's so far from our grasp that I think it's extremely appealing. Yes. Uh, that's sort of the fun of superpowers is this like fantasy Pure. of things you wish you could do and being able to be, undamaged is a huge fantasy of a lot of people oh yeah absolutely and you know it's kind of funny when you were making this list were you thinking of you know where things landed on your countdown is that if you were a superhero or is that just how you zane would use it in your life i'm gonna say both both um yeah, because, like, the immediate concern was, like, how would I use this? And mm -hmm. then it became, like, if I had it, what would I what would I do for the community about it? Exactly. Right? Cause it's, like, yeah, what, yeah. Is, what is the origin of the superhero story or supervillain story? Exactly. I think that was a big thing when I was making mine, too. With great power comes great responsibility. So if you are given great power... Are you just going to sit around and use it in your day-to-day -day life, or are you going to put it to good, or are you going to put it to evil? Yeah, that's the good. That's the famous Batman quote. With great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. They say it uh, <laughs> after he kills his own parents. I don't know. Yep. That's, <laughs> that's the story to Batman, if you didn't know everybody. That's the one. Yep. He's a time traveler. Uh 
Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now that got out of hand fast, but let's move along. I think to uh, go off of your invincibility, my number oh. nine is invisibility, which is the creepiest of superpowers, if you think about it. It is a, it's a controversial answer. <laughs> I'm excited to hear what you have to say about it. I think a lot of my countdown and the order in which that things fell has to do with childhood dreams. And as a child, invisibility is so appealing. I mean, you can even like, I think about it even in like, it shows up in Harry Potter as one of the most powerful objects is the cloak of invisibility. And there's, it grants you this freedom unlike anything else. But as you get older, a lot of the requirements of being invisible kind of lose a, like a necessity. You're not now just sneaking around to go get a cookie out of the cookie jar or to go spy on somebody who you think is up to no good. As you get older, you have less of a reason to hide unless you're doing something that's like a big no-no. So I think that's where the line uh -huh. in the sand is. And for me, I think I had to put this on the list because of those childhood fantasies of like being able to just go out and it not be an issue or be really quite, again, I think we're going to talk about freedom a lot in this one. And absolutely. Yeah. It, it grants a certain level of, of, freedom for sure uh it's just also a level of responsibility i think like as an adult it's kind of one of those things that you're like why why is that adult want to be invisible so much it, it raises a lot of questions and uh can raise eyebrows but i think looking at it from like my childhood perspective it's just something that i always thought would be awesome and i think that even as an adult you could use it for great and noble uses you could also use it for uh, purely selfish reasons, but not in a creepy way. Just like if no one could ever find you, you would never have to pay anybody anything. True. You would never have to make money. You could just be wherever. That, that's pretty <laughs> like, true. Like, and also, you know, humans have a very fly on the wall mentality, right? They, they're, like, they're just curious. They want to know everything. Uh, so, like, I think the invisibility also has a home there. Of just like wanting to like escape from responsibility in the way that we as humans know it. You know, I think that might be the root for me is that that desire to just be able to be like, you know what? Not today, world. Turn it off. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm no longer visible. That would be I think maybe that's where it comes from. Yeah, it's it's a. Uh, very easy to be a creep with that one, though. So let's move along. Let's sure. leave it behind us for now, anyhow. And why don't you hit me with your number eight? So number eight is going to... Uh, fun fact, when I was young and continuing well into my adult life, uh, I had written a superhero-style story um, uh, to, uh, to various degrees, I should say. Um, and so a lot of the powers on this list uh, are involved, uh, are ones that I really liked then and now. So that's why they're in that story and that's why they stuck with me. Mm -hmm. So my number eight here is matter creation. Oh, very interesting. That's not one that you see a whole lot. Mm -mm. 
I, um, I, I'm really only thinking of like Dr. Manhattan, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, also in the famous um, Japanimation, there's a character named Yaoyorozu who mm. has the ability to excrete um, lipids from her body and it allows her to just create objects. Like if she understands how the object is constructed, she can just poop it out of her leg or whatever. <laughs> um, we don't need to talk about the controversy involving that character. That's just what her power is. Sure. Um, also, uh, in the story that I had written when I was younger, um, one of the like two big characters could control space. And for me, that meant he could create and destroy matter. Yeah. And so creating matter is this is this ingenious thing that like you could just fabricate an object no matter how complex if you understood how it worked and you understood how it got put together then you could just fabricate it with your hands or your mind or whatever um and there would be like a like a 3d printer uh that has absolutely no carbon footprint requires no resources it's just there hmm. that's very interesting you know it, yeah that would all of these are, of course, going to be total game changers for how you would live your life. But that would change the way everyone lives their lives. Yes. It would It would eliminate the need for money. It would eliminate the need for, like, in some cases, like, if matter creation could extend to, like, creating food, mm. you would get rid of, like, the need to farm or the need to have a farm for animals. True. Um, or to have crops. Uh it would be instrumental to just like it would for one thing it would further humanity um but it would just be so simple and so cost effective in terms of like what we're doing to the world yeah absolutely and yeah i mean phew, that one like blows my mind so much that just to think about the endless possibilities there we really could talk about that one all day i think mhm mm that's a that's a real good one i that, to be honest, that hadn't even crossed my mind. Wow. I'm glad I could I'm glad I could bring this possibility to your frontal lobe. I am illuminated. I truly am. What what's what's your number eight? What do you got going on over there? Well, my number eight, uh, I really straight up took out from one of my favorite superheroes. Uh, since I was a kid, my favorite's always been Spider-Man. And I love Spider-Man and his many, many abilities, right? So once he gets bit sure. by the spider, it's not just any one thing. I think that's kind of what makes him so strong and powerful is that he's got a lot going for him. So I lifted, just for my own life today, how I would live it in my own day-to-day, -day, Spidey Sense. Ooh, okay. That was not what I, where I expected you to go with this. That's really cool. Yeah, I like. I love the idea of Spidey Sense because then, like, no more accidents. You're never getting caught off guard by anything. You're just, you know, like I was in a car accident about a month ago, and it sucks so much. But with Spidey mm. Sense, I could have certainly. But oh, that whoop! I could have avoided it. Could have gotten around it. Whatever was going on, or. You know, never being scared by something necessarily. Like, it could still shock sure. you that it was happening, but you'd have that heads up. That little, I got to do this. I got to move. Yeah. I got to duck. I got to whatever. Get out of the way. I think that it would really be helpful. And I'm always, like, also stubbing my 
toes on things and just getting hurt. And I think that would help me out a lot. Yeah, imagine if the Spidey sense could be like, you're about to look a fool. Yeah, right? Hey, don't trip over that. Oh, shit. All right, thanks. Good yeah, good, good looking out, Spidey sense. Thanks, brain. You really <laughs> yeah. poured one out for me. Yeah, I think that one would be super helpful for all sorts of reasons. And if you were going to go and do good in the world, it would be so endlessly helpful for you in those pursuits. But even just today in my day-to-day life, that one I think would be huge, instrumental in um, just making me comfy and feel good about things. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I like that one a lot. Without the ability to do a backflip over the Green Goblin's hoverboard, like, it might not be as cool, but if I know it's coming, I still can do something about it. Absolutely. Like, th- that little that little reaction, that little bit of time where you can just do something you wouldn't ordinarily have time to do. Right. That's the whole world. That's the whole world. That's it. Right there. I love it. That one, honestly, it was hard for me not to put that one higher up, but the way that things fell on my list, I'm okay with it. So I'm curious to see what your next one is. Your number seven. Uh, a little behind the scenes inside baseball here. My number seven, uh, I had actually mis- mistyped at first, and it was flight again. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> the, actual, the actual number seven is the ability to absorb and expel energy. Ooh, very interesting. All right. So, like, Hmm. uh, there are lots of characters in all kinds of stories uh, of, like, they're able to absorb impact, whether it be from a punch or a bullet or uh, even something more um, less tangible. Like, they can absorb sunlight um, or they can absorb whatever. And then they can expel it. They can shoot it out and maybe like double impact or a thousand times the amount they took in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's such a cool idea to me that like you could just take it all in and then shoot it back out somewhere, both as a weapon and as just like something that is almost therapeutic in a sense, right? right. Like you can you can also imagine taking like a bunch of like physical punches and then just like walking out into the ocean and expelling it into into the water and it just feels really good. Yeah, that's got to be like the most physical representation of catharsis, you know. Yeah. Interesting. You, yep. Man, you always got stuff on your countdown that I just don't even think about. Wouldn't have even crossed my mind. That's a real good one. That's very cool. I can say the same about yours, usually. You've always got something a little special on yours as well. Oh, shucks. <laughs> uh, that, honestly, absorbing powers is something that I've thought about, right? Like, kind of like a Rogue from X-Men, or... I know there's sure. another superhero. I've never been the biggest comic book person, but I do enjoy him. I can't think of this one hero that, like you know, for instance, could touch a diamond and then be as hard as a diamond. But what you're oh, talking yes. about is very different, is like, yeah, taking that force or a wave of something in and being able to then redirect it outward is very appealing for so many different reasons. And I think, uh, yeah, very unique pick. I like that one. A fun uh, a fun addition to this and a unique spin on that is from My Hero Academia. There's a character named Fat Gum. And he, what he does is he consumes endless piles of food in order to then expel all of that energy 
uh, as like a like a borderline invincible kind of thing. Like the dude cannot be stopped once he's in his fooded state and then he expels it all really fast in order to create his superpower. Interesting. Um, and that's really fun too. It reminds me of an old 90s Pizza Hut commercial with the juggernaut. <laughs> if he ate all the pizza and then was just, then he could be the juggernaut. <laughs> he is the juggernaut, bitch. You can't, you can't deny that. You can't. You can't. They even said it in the movie, so like it's yeah. con- it's canon now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna move along to my number seven, which we kind of touched on before, but I think I'm gonna drop a big part of it away. Uh, my number seven is regeneration. Ooh, there you go. Okay. Just kind of plain and simple. Uh, not necessarily invincibility, but just that one component of it. I think personally for me, this one would help me the most and it would be much higher on my list because I, I have chronic pain issues. I have all this. I, I'm like very often ill and I have a lot of issues like that and it would help me out with all of those. Um, it just physical pain and everything, right? Like you wouldn't really need to worry about it if your body's just currently regenerating whatever needs to be spruced up or it needs to be operating at a higher level you could do anything to your body or your organs and not worry about it um but the thing is is that i have never had a single lick of interest in living forever it's the most unappealing idea to me i've never gotten it i remember in middle school when all the goth kids are like in their man just to be a vampire and live forever i'm like fuck that i have i want nothing to do with living forever but the regeneration component would be spectacular uh yeah immortality who needs that um uh, regeneration though um is a cool idea because then like on top of just being able to regenerate like like you said like the ability for your body to just recover from things yeah like you if you lost a limb it'd be back if you lost some teeth they'd be back if you lost your tongue it'd be back yeah and like you know there's so many things there's so many things that cause cancer and awful awful diseases like that that if you had regeneration you'd be able to just take that gauntlet on yourself and do these jobs that are known to give cancer and all these awful things because your body is going to be able to just regenerate its cells back to perfect health every time. Yes. And uh, it would just, it'd be wonderful. As a kid, that one always appealed to me the most because I was extremely accident prone. <laughs> and sure. so I was like always getting hurt. I never got good at skateboarding because every time I got on it, I'd hurt myself so bad I couldn't ride it for another week afterwards. And it's just that ability to get up and like just breathe for a couple seconds and be good to go back out. Like, uh, like you know, I often think of Wolverine when I think of that, but you know, his adamantium skeleton really does change the game a little bit. So I guess I think a little bit more like Deadpool at that point. You know, that, that ability to just be in whatever yes, gnarly yeah. carnage can come your way and just have a second while your body straightens itself out, then you're good to go. I, I Here's an interesting thought experiment in terms of like... Because obviously you can lose an arm like Deadpool or Wolverine or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll figure it out. <laughs> but if you 
were born with the ability to regenerate, all right? Yeah. Would anything bad, like disease, illness, rash, whatever, would any of that ever happen to you more than once? Hmm. Because if it's if your body can regenerate, then it understands what it needs to be healthy. And so if you ever get anything, like would you never get a cold? Because your body knows exactly what it needs to be at perfect peak capacity? I assume so. Yeah, I assume that your body's just going to constantly be operating on this level of uh like nothing can really hurt it on that kind of you know uh yeah level that kind of like sickness intermolecular kind of level your body's just instantly going to be like oh what's this a cold's coming on no thank you and just re repopulate whatever needs to be there to keep yourself good yeah because i guess that would mean if it could regenerate anything then your body would always have the perfect antibody response right yeah really wild that one, yeah, it's a whole world of possibilities right there in regeneration. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well. Well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll go ahead and take us to number six, which I think is one that will uh, ring a lot more uh, popular back to other people, hmm. which is the ability to manipulate metal. Ooh, very specifically metal. Interesting. It's like a... So, you know... Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to be like like a magneto kind of thing, like through magneticism or just simply the ability to like manipulate the ore and that sort of earthy material. It's sort of I wrote manipulate metal because I wanted it to encompass everything. So like cool. obviously there's a magneto. Um there's also like a world where it's like Avatar the Last Airbender, mm-hmm. um which you never watched, right? Uh I haven't finished it all the way but uh miranda and i've been trying to uh trying our best to finish it off (laughs) well then i don't need to do any spoilers but there is there is some thought given in that show into the regards to the ability to bend steel Mm -hmm. as an extension of bending earth um and then in resident evil village the new resident evil there's a character named heisenberg who can who can sort of like psychically manipulate electricity running through his body because of an overabundance of metal in his blood. Hmm. And that allows him, I think that's the lore reason, uh, but that allows him to like basically telekinetically um, manipulate any sort of magnetizable metal, Um, which means that he also can't do stuff that's mixed with like a rock or plastic. Interesting. Um, but yeah, the ability to just like grab at like a steel beam and just like crush it or like manipulate it into something helpful at the moment is such a cool idea because steel is like or metals are so hard to like you to like manipulate with your hands. And so having the ability to just bend it to your will is a cool fantastical idea. Super super cool. Yeah, like our whole lives you know, out of all the uh, materials that we know to build everything with, the one that always puts a stop to human ability is metal. It's like, ah, oh, that one's just beyond us. You can't yeah. really form it or do what you need as you, a human being. You need machines or heat or all this other stuff. That really would be. That would be super cool. Totally, uh, again, yeah, I mean, I 
I have something similar on my list, but you took it in such a unique direction with metal-specific, I think. That's a very cool idea. I like it. I like that one a lot. Well, then, (laughs) well, thank you. Why don't we go to your number six? My number six, this is another one that I could say would be higher up on the list if it weren't so scary, actually, to have, which is telepathy. Ooh, there you go. I think telepathy is super fascinating. The ability to get into someone's head, understand what they're thinking, how they're feeling, um, to be able to truly understand someone, where they're coming from, is a very wanted idea for us. So Mm -hmm. often I think we're struggling with trying to understand what's going on in somebody else's head. And with telepathy, you could really have that totally squared away totally get it or you could use it to communicate on a level that we're just unable to do but it's so scary too because like i've i've also never really wanted to be able to read people's minds because then you would get the rawest truth about everything and while truth is one of like the most beautiful things about life it it can hurt and it can scar as well and so i'm very conflicted with telepathy because i think it's fascinating and i think it's awesome but without like the true wisdom behind it it could be disastrous yeah uh you know you don't know everything about a person and that's sort of the relationship you share with another person is the stuff they tell you and the stuff they don't right and if you know everything about someone like not only would you be unable to like develop surprise with them or like learn new things about them, you would also like almost be in unable to like accept them as a whole person right. because you'd learn all of the darkness with all of the normal stuff. Absolutely. I think it's also I would never accept this if I had the choice unless it came with the condition that I could turn it off. There you go. That, like, it's not just constantly running all the time. That would probably drive me out of my mind. Uh, But, like I said earlier, too, like, if you have the true wisdom of, like, Charles Xavier, you know, you're going to have a different outlook on it than me, who, you know, still relatively young, trying to figure stuff out, have uh, so many unknowns in the world. It's just totally different for me to have that ability than someone so wise already but if i couldn't turn it off i'd go crazy i'd lose my mind just a constant stream of people's thoughts i'm convinced that that's not that couldn't help a marriage (laughs) there's a lot of things that we choose not to say because we know it would be hurtful and there's a lot of things that you choose not to share, not because it wouldn't be hurtful, but but because our knee-jerk reaction to something that we have in our minds isn't always how we will then go on to feel about something later either. Uh, Yeah, how you respond is different than... It's different than how you react. Totally. Uh, How you respond is different than how you react. Um, Especially if only one of you has telepathy. That's Uh a whole... That's a rough thing. That then that's that went from scary to like nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any part of that, but it's on my list because with certain conditions and certain levels of wisdom, I think it'd be very very cool. And I mean, 
I, I I'm very into philosophy and psychology, mm-hmm. and so those mysteries that lie within I think are why it's on my list but is also why it's not breached my top five absolutely speaking of top five uh we're gonna talk about this super cool power yeah yeah um that uh you know that I think you'll really like too and that's immortality Ooh, straight up (laughs) immortality you know my feelings (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh so I think honestly I just feel the opposite about it as opposed to like how you explained it. Like, I think Mm -hmm. the idea of being able to live forever and see, um, the, the progress of humanity, uh, go forever or the process of whoever takes over or the process of how it looks in the end is like what I would love to do. Um, and like almost weirdly specifically in that vampire kind of way with the caveat of like, I would need to, be able to stay young sure sure i would not want to i would not want to uh green mile myself Mm. uh into being literal like dust and bones right um against my will uh that's probably it in terms of caveat i'd need to be able to stay young Mm -hmm. um in the story that i conceived a lot of the characters that have superpowers are immortal but can only be killed by intent to kill so like they can kill themselves and they can kill each other um but they won't die otherwise um and that's a unique concept to me of like all death it has intent behind it bad or good Mm -hmm. right right that's very cool and very interesting and you know there's actually i wrote a short story in college um and I made it kind of comic booky, but very real lifey. And the main character sure. basically had uh, had some weaknesses, but it was a mixture of regeneration and immortality. And I also kind of felt like there would be a way to kill oneself if you were driven to that point. And I do think it's a very romantic idea to be able to yeah. see the tides of time change and the ebb and flow and to see where humanity goes. Will we ascend yes. to a greater level of existence and consciousness and understanding of one another? Will we blow each other up in a big fiery ball? Who knows? And the, the mystery there, it is a romantic idea to stay young and be able to see all that. I totally yes. understand. I think as a as a person myself i'm just on the opposite side of the coin in in terms of desire but i do i can i can put my head into that mind space and 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 settle in there long enough to understand why it'd be romantic and cool so i do respect that top 5 pick for sure and that's basically it for my for my number 5 all uh, right well I so mean, why don't you take us into yours? Yeah, immortality kind of speaks for itself, doesn't it? And so, all right, top going back into my back half here, into the top five to start us out. I love this one, always have since I was a kid. It was tough for it not to be in the top three, but I'm glad it's in the top five, which is shape-shifting. Ooh! I think this one is super cool. You could also use this for... Uh, a slew of creepy reasons and you could do all kinds of 
I mean, just like dangerous stuff, being able to mm. be someone else, which I'm going to keep talking about X-Men just because that's one of the superhero worlds that I do know the most. I read the, not all of them, but I read a few, quite a bit of the comics when I was younger, and the movies, of course, have been pretty popular. But um, Mystique, using it for evil, you know, is all these people. But since I was a kid, the coolest component of shape-shifting would be being able to become an animal. Sure, like Beast Boy. Like Beast Boy. There you go. Exactly like that. That is the most appealing thing to me. Sort of, maybe it's the, the Dungeons & Dragons druid that lives in my heart that would just love to turn into all these animals all whenever I want. Uh, but it would just provide such liberation in so many different ways. Because when you think about you want to be super strong, you could take the shape of something that's super strong. When you want to fly, you could take the shape of something that can fly or swim underwater to great depths or whatever. The animal part of it, the beast shape, is absolutely the most appealing part of it to me. Absolutely. And, you know, like, there's, like so many kinds of animals you could be and um and then you could take this power one step beyond and if you ever were able to both shapeshift and travel interstellarly then you could turn into alien animals that's true then it's yeah i've always kind of figured you could shapeshift into something you've seen or observed before so then with that uh mentality once you've observed the unobserved it opens up this whole world that we can't even like rightfully imagine i think that's fascinating super cool and that's why it's my number five absolutely a great number five very cool ability oh why thank you sir why thank you why don't you hit me with your number four my number four is at one point would have been my number one superpower i have conceived of so many stories of characters that can do this um and uh for a long time speaking of avatar the last airbender um i had great um fixations on zuko and azula and that is the ability to control flame hell yeah hell yeah my number four is very close but different enough that i'll let you uh i'll let you have the table (laughs) okay um the ability to control fire in all of its forms is a really cool, not only like martial art aspect to it, but oh, the yeah. ability to like have your fist over that kind of element, an element that is pure destruction, and to have that as your responsibility is uh, is like a is a great thought. It just really puts a lot of power behind it. Uh, in a story that I wrote when I was young, a character who had it eventually. Uh, developed his ability to control fire so much that he could control fire that rivaled that that came from the belly of a dragon in the story. And But to use that power, you would consume the part of you that was exuding it. Hmm. Um, Because it was too strong, even at the highest disciplines. And I think that's what's beautiful about fire, is that... You know, we have a fire department, people who spend their whole life controlling fire as best they can. Mm -hmm. And yet it is such a spontaneous force. It is such an unpredictable element Mm -hmm. uh, that there is no way for us to completely control it all the way. 
it will always be surprising. It will always have an element of spontaneity to it. And so there's that, uh, there's also that thought of that dichotomy of trying to fight it, of trying to establish control over this uncontrollable force and yet still finding some amount of control to use for yourself. Very, very cool thought to me. That was very beautifully said. I, I love that idea, you know, and it, it's very true. Um, I'm just going to open up the discussion table here because I'm going to just jump into my number four. I got a little Sounds greedy. Good. I'm right there Ooh. with you, but I got greedy. I wanted them all. So I, I chose <laughs> elemental control as kind of a Ooh. whole envelope being and that, you know, that now then we start to get a little more avatar you know, is like, yes, if you could control not just fire, but also water and earth and air that and heart and heart <laughs> that that boy he really he he brought he brought the heart to the show but he's he really felt out of place sometimes <laughs> yes. but how could you control all those elements without having that essence of humanity you know because you've got such destructive force alongside of controlling force and all this uh, ability to control. And even if it is the elements, in theory, if you could control all the elements, you also can control things like weather, like like storm or something like that, you know? Um, I will, that, since you just mentioned storm, I will actually now include my number three. Oh, which is we're the piggybacking. Ability, which is the ability to control lightning. Hell yeah, exactly. Because like, I kind of figured... I got, I got really greedy with elemental control, and I was like, well, if I can do fire and water and earth and air, I think you could create the circumstances to summon that. But to literally be able to just have it, you know, to yes. have that ability of lightning, kind of Emperor Palpatine-esque, it sure. seems so... You know, your, your number three and your number four are these destructive, spontaneous energies that you would like to have domain over. I think that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the ability to also, along with lightning, control electricity, which is the slash of my number three, mm. you could do all sorts of shit with oh, yeah. controlling electricity. <laughs> you could take over the world almost, like just being able to manipulate stuff like that. In Shadowrun, uh, the tabletop game, one of the... Uh, flavors that you can pick is that of a technomancer that's and that's right. basically somebody who has a uh, mental link over electricity and data and so like they could walk by you and pickpocket your entire life savings um, if you had it in your back pocket that's that's wild that's very cool yeah that's next level kind of stuff Mm-hmm. it's cool shit very that's why cool. it's my number three <laughs> And I like the slash on it, too. Uh, lightning, super fucking sick. That's so cool. But to also be able to control electricity, yeah, I feel like that pull to the dark side would almost be too great in terms of, like, if someone is gifted with superpowers, do they do good or bad? The ability to just straight up control electricity, I'm instantly, my brain is like, well, you could rob this, you could do that, you could steal this, you could, you could take a whole country for ransom, really. And I would, I would be remiss to not mention 
what is perhaps like the most notable electric based superhero, which is Static Shock, a man who has the ability to control electricity and fight racial injustice. Dude, Static Shock's one of the coolest of the superheroes, truly. Absolutely. I also saw a TikTok the other day that was like, what is it with uh, black superheroes and the ability to control electricity or lightning? And then this guy was like, oh my God, you're kind of right. There are tons of black superheroes <laughs> that could that have lightning powers. Why is that? And no one knows. It's just sort of a trend. Interesting. I would be curious to, to get into the real nitty gritty behind all that, but uh, perhaps not at this particular moment. Sure. <laughs> um, so let, I'm going to take me, I'm take, you already took us to number three. So I'm going to take me mm. to where you are, which is number three, <laughs> yes. which, okay. At this point, honestly, you could say this about my top five, but these top three all sort of tie for number one, but I had to pick a countdown. We have to keep things linear. So my number three is teleportation. Woo, yeah, cool. I would bamf my way through life. I would just constantly, like, I'd just always be doing it. It would be obsessive. I would love it so much. Absolute childhood dream to, like, I remember dreaming about this. I remember playing games with my brother where I, I could tell, I was, you know, I could teleport and I'd like bamf around the the living room as we'd play like all these crazy games that you play as a kid, you know, these wild imagination things. And then my eyes were opened with Nightcrawler from uh, X-Men. That was like, that's exactly it. That's what I've been thinking this whole time as a kid. That's what I built up is this idea to just be able to teleport your way around. It would the be... absolute definition of just poofing places. Yeah, absolutely. It's like that's the chef's kiss superpower to me. And it, I think a lot of it has to come from being a kid and even being like, my mom's not going to drive me to your house. Can your parents come and pick me up? Oh, my parents don't want to do that. Oh, I wish we could just teleport. <laughs> mm. Even as simple as that as a kid is so powerful. But you, as an adult, think more and more about it and it's just incredible i would love to be able to uh yeah zip zap uh, around. you didn't watch you didn't watch dragon ball z at all but uh the goku mm-hmm. goku the one uh he the has the he has a move called uh, uh instant transmission which he allow allows him to be anywhere that he can feel power and huh. he can feel power across the universe basically um, so he can just like put his, put his two fingers to his forehead and think about it. And away he goes. Dang, Goku, you, you crazy that mm-hmm. you're right. I never really got into Dragon Ball. So sometimes I'm like, wait, they can do what? Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty wicked. That's really cool. Uh, I, I honestly, I could talk about teleportation and what I would use it for all day, but I'm also even more curious to know what your number two is. My number two actually uh, covers a couple that you have done, uh, but I just umbrellaed it a little Ooh. bit more, kind of like what you did with elements. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two is psychic abilities. Ah, yes, yes. Go on. This includes telekinesis. This includes ESP. This includes... Tele, uh, the ability to read minds, anything you would associate uh, with a psychic ability in a superhero sense. 
is what I'm talking about here. Totally. Um, so like the ability to lift stuff, the ability to just like manipulate someone's mind or like make them see things that aren't there, mm -hmm. um, or even just figure out what they're trying to think or just try to figure out what card you, you are showing me the back of. Right. Um, or just to tell the space Marines, uh, that the bug is afraid, you know, sometimes <laughs> something as simple as that. Totally. Totally. And I have to, I'm just going to go ahead and say my number two is in your pool, telekinesis. There you go. It, there's something so powerful about these things. And like with telekinesis, you don't need some of the things we've already talked about. With telepathy, you don't need some of the other things we've talked about. It's so strong and such a mm -hmm. powerhouse section of moves. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's endless. And, and for me, telekinesis, just the power to kill a yak from 200 yards away with mind bullets. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm very lazy, so I think that I would use it a lot for my laziness, which might not be you good. You would just pick up remote controls a lot. Dude, I have to clean up my house so much, and I would use it to, yeah, pick up the remote, to, like, my switches on the charging dock. Oh, no, not a problem, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Whatever the issue, telekinesis has me covered. It was almost my number one, but uh, I was just too tempted, too tempted by my actual number one to put it there. But I'm right there with you. I get it. It's a total powerhouse with... Uh, what did you categorize that as? Psychic abilities. There you go. I like that. Very, very strong. Endless potential. Absolutely. Well, here we are at our number ones. Uh, mm -hmm. you, start us, uh, you started us out, so uh, why don't you uh, take us into it? I sure will. Uh, I spoke before that at one point fire would have been my number one. That is because it immediately got taken over. Once I acquired a little bit more agency in my life and a little bit more ability to critically think, oh. um, I started to develop a fascination with the ability to control time. Ooh, very, very good one. Um, this would be the ability to fully control time, pause, rewind, uh, fast forward, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, the ability to just have... You know, we talk about how all of these are like endless human fantasy, right? Yeah. Of like the ability to stop a car, the ability to not die, the ability to not to never get sick, the ability to spew fire, spew electricity, spew water or whatever. Um, the ability to maybe see that happen naturally or the ability to be able to hold on to a really beautiful moment in your life forever or to be able to go back to it in like an almost uh, glass animal kind of way and just hold on to that memory forever um, is both gluttonous and romantic, uh, just like the immortality one is. Um, it is something that, given the option, there is very little I would not do to be able to have it, I think. Yeah. I mean, and I totally get that. It, it's something that would scare me, you know, to to have that much control. But truly, I get mm -hmm. that that's why it's at your number one is because it's like absolute control in a way. Yeah. And uh, when I think about superpowers and superheroes, uh, 
not many have that ability because it's just so encompassing of control that like you'd be able to really manage any situation if you could do that. Yeah. And uh, I really like Watchmen and out of the Watchmen, there's really only Dr. Manhattan that like straight up has like powers, but he has all the powers, including time. Yes. And it it produces this. If you were able to have that control it would turn you into either the greatest disaster known or it would like force you to be incredibly wise and see things in such a different way. It would change your whole perspective. Yes, absolutely. Um, the, the story that I wrote is culminates around a boy who has the ability to stop time mm. uh, and very specifically does not have the ability to rewind or fast forward uh, because in that world, time exists in a non-linear style. So anything that has happened is still happening somewhere else. So you can't go back to it. You can only just pause the flow of time for a little while. And thinking about time as like, rather than a metaphysical type of thing, but trying to literally physicalize it as like streams or rivers yeah. um, is such a fun thought experiment. And uh, it's why I like time travel stories. Uh, I know mm -hmm. a lot of people get really caught up in the weeds on them. Mm. Uh, and I think that's dumb and you should just enjoy time travel because it's very silly. Yes. And is really cool. I totally agree. Totally agree. Some of my favorite episodes of Star Trek involve time travel. And you could sit there and pick it apart. Or you can listen to the story that's trying to be told and enjoy it. Yes. Yeah, uh, humans, more than anything, are fascinated with time and its endless passing, given we are the only creature on this planet that acknowledges it. True. Um, and so I think it's only inevitable uh, that someone like me would pick time control as their number one superpower. <laughs> well, I get it. I'm right there with you. I think yours is probably more encompassing and more powerful and more interesting than my number one. Uh, my number one, kind of, again, I've talked about my childhood dreams a lot in this one, and that's where I think they stem from. And that's why my number one really had to be flight. Hell yeah. It's tropey, and of course everyone wants to do it, but that's the point. That's why, you know? It, it's so liberating and freeing to think that we could just pick ourselves up off the ground and fly off to wherever we... <sighs> I'm sure you can hear my daughter screaming, fighting her nap right now. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, if you could just fly. I mean, it would change. Though Again, that would be something that does change the way you view the world and, and change the way you see things. But yeah. I think even growing up, just there's so much imagery in like pop culture from like Aladdin and Jasmine sitting on a flying carpet talking about I will show mm -hmm. you the world all the way to Superman picking up Lois Lane and flying around all the way to, you know, just literally just sitting in the backyard and seeing birds or seeing a hawk fly through the sky and you just have that little daydream. You have that little thought and uh, that's why it's my number one. It's something that's, again, so far beyond our uh, 
well, I wouldn't even say it's so far beyond our capabilities because we have figured out ways to make ourselves fly. But the ability to just yeah. straight up pick yourself up and fly wherever you want is the definition of freedom, in my opinion. You know, you look at uh, like Peter Pan and, yeah. um, you know, f- funnily enough, Dragon Ball Z basically has the same ability for them to be able to fly. Yeah. Which is like think a happy thought and then just hold on to it. Huh. Um, Interesting. And that happy thought picks you up and allows your body to float. Absolutely. It does uh it does so many altering crazy things. So yeah, that's just uh Yep, yep. I got nothing more to say. I want to keep saying things about it, but I that's it. That's all I got. That's my countdown. Well, I'll offer one more thing about flight, which is that when people start to lucid dream or when they start trying to learn how the first thing they want to do is fly. That's true, or have isn't sex. it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but fly, fly is usually number one because it's like a true indicator that they could only be in a dream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the true, the truest thing right there. Is It's so outside of our reality to be able to do that, that that's your immediate pick. They go, like, oh, there it is. That's This is a dream. Mm-hmm. This isn't real fascinating well yeah those are those are our countdowns there it is we done did it again my friend i had a blast well then uh for the hall of best things ever uh you know we talked a lot about how all of these powers are like the essence of human fantasy Mm -hmm. and like what we really want to be able to like do for ourselves in the world I think that for our best thing ever, we should say that the best superpower ever is contributing to your community. <laughs> it's the power of heart, truly. What what point do you have to any of these superpowers if you aren't going to give something back to the rest of us? Exactly. <laughs> My brain was so not going in that direction, but I like it. I, I kind of think it's it's heart again. <laughs> <laughs> well, per, per, perhaps congratulations to heart, the true superpower, uh, aided by empathy. It's truly. Otherwise, we'd all be monsters. <laughs> well, then, congratulations to heart and empathy for being the best superpower uh, the, that graces humankind. There it is. Well, folks, thanks for enjoying this edition of It's Just a Countdown. Remember, if you want to submit an idea for us to rank, send them over to it's just a countdown at gmail.com. Again, that is it's just a countdown at gmail.com. Are you upset? Are you thrilled? Don't worry about it, because remember, it's, it's just, just a countdown. countdown.